So you started your channel with a controversial theory. Okay, fine. The one thing I never did was tackle theories. Number one, a lot of the theories, I'm not a big fan of them. Number two, they're not mine. I have such a, 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 a like a like a thing about going into on Reddit or watching another person's video and copying their theory and putting it on my channel. I mean, if I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna give credit. If I can find the person who originally thought of it, I'm gonna give them credit or ask permission first. But since you've released your theory, um, you've had a lot of pushback. Tell me about that. Well, people pretty much thought that we were nuts or... A lot of people thought we were, like, oppositional, defiant children. And we even pretty much <laughs> called it all. They're, like, oppositional, defiant child, illiterate, stupid. It's like, okay, say what you want. I was like, but you... I was like, if you'd like to debate the finer points of my theory and why you think it doesn't make sense, that would be one thing, but just calling me names is another. I was like, people have done all sorts of crazy stuff. I was like, there seemed to have been, like, forums that were popping up on, like, Reddit and Westeros.org about how stupid and childish we were and, like, everything. I was like, ah. At first I thought it was kind of entertaining, but then it got old. And then I just started ignoring it because I decided I didn't care. And that's mainly um, because you guys go against the established order of things in regards to theories. But just like Preston, like, people don't like when you do that. People don't like it when you go against what everyone has figured out all at once and don't want to hear anything different that might change their view. Whether your theories are right or wrong, it doesn't matter. You're bringing in new ideas to the table, and that's good. Whether it's R plus L equals J or M plus A equals J, whatever. But I will say, and we did this on—we we did it—we covered this on a mini-episode— like a while back, R plus L equals J is kind of cliche at this point. Whether because it's so mainstream or just too obvious, I don't know. That's one of the issues that I had with it. I was like, the whole story seems like it's dark and it's leading towards this huge war to come in the future that's like going to be the whole, like, humanity's life is at stake and everyone's just like hung up on who might sit on the throne at the end. I was like, that seems kind of irrelevant to me in terms of, like, what's happening for the rest of the story. I was like, that's how the story started. I was like, while this big threat was, like, kind of lurking on the edge of the story. And as the story's progressed, the Iron Throne has become less and less relevant to the story. And, like, the others are coming. And the their minion army of the dead is coming and like all this terrible stuff is about to happen and everyone in the whole world just seems to be hung up on John might have some sort of really obscure possibly maybe claim to the Iron Throne and I was like why would that be cool? <laughs> I, was, I, was Kinda. Like, why, I was like why would that matter? I was like do you think that would be good for John? I was like John would want to like die. I was like his whole identity is like pure Stark. I was like I don't get it. That 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 is true, and me and Preston have a have a, like our own Patreon exclusive about you know who's better, Jon Snow or Kit Harrington. And when we say Kit Harrington, we mean you know Jon Snow from the show. But Jon Snow in the show is way more interesting than Jon Snow in the books. Yeah, he's kind of boring. He's like Ned yeah. two point yeah, Essentially, yeah. And uh, you also said to me before that Mary Ellen firmly believes um, that if if a lot of these people from the uh, Westeros.org forum saw you in the street, they'd spit on you guys? It does seem entirely plausible. Um, it's like, we never go on there. I actually made my first comment on there ever. We've had, like, a profile for, like, two years. I made my first comment on there last week. And it was just about, like, it was about Fire and Blood when it first came out. And I was mm -hmm. just like, I, there was a forum that they were talking about 
something that we had made a theory about and I just made one comment and then people started yelling at me and I was like, all right, this is why I don't come here. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just, I just remembered why I don't come here. But Um, at the end of the day, here's why people got to give you respect regardless. This is why I also give you respect regardless. And same thing with Preston, whether you like, whether you like you guys or Preston or not, doesn't matter. People know your name your channel's name and Preston's name more than they do 95% of all other Thrones channels because you guys have a thing, you stick to it, you stick to your guns, whatever. You change the conversation and you bring new conversations to the table. It makes people talk and at the end of the day, there you go. You've solidified your position in the community. But at the same time, look, and I'll say this, um, the community can be super fucking toxic. It can, and... I'm sure you know this very well, but um, YouTubers as well can also be super toxic. But, and this is something I wanted to go into uh, with you, and obviously we're not going to say any names, but when you guys first started and your channel started getting traction, you looked outwards to try to collaborate with people. Um, tell me a bit about that. Why, why would you, you want to collaborate with other channels? Mostly because everyone told us that that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> um, it was like, we started, we had no idea what we were doing. We didn't even know how to make videos. If like, if you look at our original videos, our first ever video was recorded by me with no script whatsoever, walking around in my apartment, talking into my phone. I was like, the audio is embarrassingly bad. I was like, mm-hmm. we didn't know about how many pixels you should use in a picture. Our picture's pixelated. I mean, our videos were terrible. We had no idea whatsoever what we were doing. Word up. Same here, man. I, In fact, I'm so embarrassed of my old videos, I put that shit on private. I, I, 100%. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. We made a quote-unquote new and improved version that did have some new information about it. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we just were so embarrassed that people were like, this is what your theories are known for, like these couple of theories that you started off with. And I was like, I don't want people to like come to my channel and be like, they're known for this, and then to watch that video where the pictures are fuzzy and it's me talking into my phone like a clown. Mm-hmm. I was like, so we redid them. Yo, props it's- to you. I got, I got to redo my old shit, but props to you for doing that. And that's also a service to your fans, too, to go back and, you know, redo it, make it better. And you get you definitely know a lot more now, obviously. Yeah, after like a year and a half of having people yell at me, I got pretty good at coming up with even more explanations because people. I was like, when I first got started, I used to try to answer everybody. I was like, whether that was a good idea or not, I tried doing it anyways, just because mm-hmm. I thought it was a because I had been talking to Mary Ellen about a song by and Fire for like two years or a year and a half at that point, and it was the first time I ever basically had someone else to talk to. I was like, oh, I'll talk to this random human being who for some reason is watching my videos and a lot of people when we first came out were pure haters and uh of course i i got pretty good at honing my argument i was like oh here we go i wish i had thought of this when we were making the video um so we added those little extra nuggets that we stumbled upon along the way so it wasn't just a complete cop-out re-releasing the same material because that felt like kind of corny or sellout in some but, way, shape, or form. But the first YouTuber you encountered, um, we're not going to say this person's name, but it, it wasn't what you expected. Uh, tell me a bit about that. Tell me a bit about the the YouTuber who ultimately you tried collaborating with because, you know, both of you guys had small channels, and uh, ultimately it ended with them threatening you with a gun. Tell me about that. 
Hey guys, Carmine here. If you enjoyed that clip and preview and want to check out the full episode, then consider supporting the podcast over at patreon.com slash review. Part one is with me and Dave, which you just heard a bit of. Part two is with Preston, and he discusses the material with both of them. Both part one and part two are now available over on my Patreon, with part three well on the way. Check out the description below for more details.